Let's get a mic check rap up in this fat something or the other word, dog. All right. Polly's got a shirt on, says, give a hoot, don't pollute. Your um, rap is lost complete steam. I'm, I'm, I, it was never good to begin with. <laughs> you know, when you go freestyle, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's just mom's spaghetti. This is We Get It with Polly Sebilia and Brent Axe. All right. How can I put this? You're, gonna, you're really going to like this. All right. So I do a radio show. I do this little podcast. You know, I write a column that some people write, or I should say read sometimes. But you know what I've heard about more than anything lately from people? How come you and Polly are always arguing on Facebook all the time? And people are amazed that you and I can go at it, and we're still friends. I was talking to someone about this last night. The fact that someone has to tell other people in a comment thread to calm down that Polly's a good guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm you, laughing at that you're a good guy. You should be able to have differences with yes. people. This here's what I love about you and I. We have major differences. I feel like I can say anything to you about that subject because at the end of the day, you know, there's really not much we can do about it. It's just, it's like sports, you know, you can say my team's better than yours and, you know, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose and you move on. Politics and sports are very similar to each other. So, but what I've heard from people about more than anything lately <laughs> is our arguments on Facebook, which is interesting because I'm hearing from people like, I didn't know I was friends with you on Facebook or like you could see this. Somebody told me a story lately that they were talking about it. Like they were at this big, like local group lunch and people were talking about it. All right. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen now. All right. Uh -huh. I am no longer going to respond to you on Facebook when it comes to political posts. Why? That's and, stupid. And if I do, I'm going to find myself $5 every time we get in a political argument. Okay? Why? Because I don't need the headache. I don't need 20 notifications coming from all these people about things that when you get to the end of it, what have we really solved? Then don't post the story. No, I'm still going to do that. Well, then don't expect me to stop... Calling See, your that's the thing. story but, stupid. Well, you can do that all you want. I'm just not going to respond to you anymore. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's uh, cowardly. You know what, honestly, like, no one gives a shit what I think. Yeah, nobody cares what I think. Nobody gives a shit what I think about politics. I think I'm going to rein it back a little bit, even though it's my Facebook page, mm -hmm. okay? I'm going to rein it back a little bit. I'm only going to share things that I think are interesting, like, from a journalistic standpoint, from a media standpoint. But just, I got really obnoxious with just shit. It's like... The name of this podcast. We get it. You don't like Donald Trump, right? It's not solving anything. It's a waste of time. I, I'm too busy for this shit. The thing I've noticed is that we're not changing anybody's mind. No. People that agree, no. think one way think that way, and you're not going to change their mind. You're not. So I got to stop wasting time on it, because the person that I really get into it the most with is you, and we're two stubborn bastards. They're not going to change our minds about anything. That being said... You know, I think I've learned a lot from you. I hope you've learned a lot from me. And, like, we can agree to disagree. We can admit when we're wrong, I think. Yeah. As stubborn as we are. I don't totally disagree with you on, on the Trump stuff. I just haven't seen a fact cross my 
<laughs> my fascia. As soon as I see a fact, like everybody's talking about these allegations, until I see somebody come out and say, yeah, this is exactly what he did, when he did it, and why he did it. Right. The problem with that is, and this is why I'm going to lay off of this, you and I can have a civil discourse on this, but nobody else can. No, I agree. Trump has changed that game, okay? You can't even say his name without people start, you know. Oh, it's yeah, like, oh yeah, I agree You know what that. I mean? Like, yeah. you say the name Donald Trump or, or post a story about Donald Trump, and you can just see, even on Facebook, how defensive people immediately get. I'll give you an example of that. I, I saw a mutual friend of ours post something. It was like a meme, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was a meme, and it said, you know, that actors and singers need to stick to what they do, and I don't want to hear your political views. And I'm like... Well, don't freaking listen to it then if you don't like what Bruce Springsteen says about Donald Trump or whoever, fill in the blank. So in that same Facebook thread, I see somebody say, oh, I can't even watch those late night shows anymore because of the way they talk about our president. And I'm just like, did you feel this way prior to this year? Because I'm sure you love watching Sean Hannity or whoever or listen to Rush Limbaugh rip Obama. Right. So it's it's so and I'm look. Pot calling the kettle black. There's so much hypocrisy, and there's you can't even have a civil discussion about it anymore. So I, you know what? My strategy is I'm pulling the ripcord, and I'm getting out of it. I Not had, completely. I can't go cold turkey here, Paulie, but I'm going to back off strongly. I had something happen on Mother's Day on my Facebook page that I'm still in awe about. This I don't is know, great. I don't is know this if the you dog saw, thing, the yeah, pet thing? I said that if you have... A pet, you're not a mom, because there was a ton of people giving themselves credit or wishing pet moms Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, and people lost their mind. You're not a mother if you own a pet. Yeah. You're a pet owner, and I know there's a bond there, and there's a connection, and I think where people may have had you is, obviously, a lot of people adopt children, and they are mom and dad. Okay. But raising Maybe a kid is not, something. you can't let the dog run out, or the kid out in the backyard when you're tired of him. I think that's the bigger point. Raising <laughs> a child is in no way, shape, or form the same way as raising a pet. Yeah, like, I can leave my cat home all day. It takes care of itself pretty you, you much, can't. okay? There's a lot of people that said, you can't, like, hey, I want to go to the bar. I'm going to put the kids in a crate for the next four hours. <laughs> exactly. So I think that was your bigger point, and I, I loved that thread, by the way. That, that was great. So, yeah. That spawns me to this, and then we'll move on to some other things. That all being said, I just cannot freaking stand stick to sports guy. Like, where the freak did this come from? Okay. If you, and what you hear from people is, that's not why I follow you. Okay. And it's mostly on Twitter, by the way. Facebook, I think, is, you know, fair game. And that's the point. It's your feed. If you don't like what I'm saying, on mine, scroll by. I'll be out of your Twitter feed in 10 seconds. Yeah. Or unfollow me. Or mute me. It's your Twitter feed. Don't tell me what to do on mine. If you do follow me for certain things, you know, I need to know that for what I'm doing. But that's my Twitter feed. And I'm going to do what the hell I want on So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy, there ain't no bad guy, there's only you and me and we just disagree. Let's get a little sports here, uh, nostalgic, the boys of summer are in full swing, 
What was your favorite baseball team of all time? The 86 Mets. I'm a Red Sox fan, but when I was growing up, Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, that team, you know, where, where I grew up, everybody loved that team. And that's like the first baseball team like I could really remember following. Not because like, hey, it's cool to go to the ballpark and get some popcorn like you were into baseball. That's the first baseball team I really remember following closely. Can you name their batting order? No, I cannot <laughs> say their I'm, batting order. I must be a huge nerd. The Why 80, can you do the that? The 84 Padres, I can name their batting order. Do it. Wiggins, Gwynn, Garvey, Nettles, Kennedy, McReynolds, Martinez, Templeton. Wow. I can't do the batting order. I, I could probably go around the horn. All right, so you got Gary Carter was the catcher. Keith Hernandez was first base. Yeah. Wally Backman played second. Rafael Santana was the shortstop. Ray Knight was in third. Um, no, Mitch wasn't. Was Kevin Mitchell in the outfield or third back? I think Ray Knight was third, and Kevin Mitchell played. Yeah. Uh, outfield was obviously you had Strawberry, Nails in center field, and Mookie Wilson was in left. So I'm not sure where Mitchell fit in there. I, I mean, think he Mitchell definitely played third. He did play third with a little bit with Ray Knight. Um, let's see. I mean, obviously Doc Gooden was in that rotation. Sid for remember Sid Fernandez was in that rotation. Ron Darling, of course. Um, okay, I, but I don't know the batting order. Was, I couldn't tell you the batting. Was Tim Tuffle on the bench? Yes. <laughs> I used to love Tim Tuffle. Jimmy Tuffle, Jesse Orozco, and uh, Roger McDowell were in the bullpen. So I I can remember that, but I I couldn't tell you a batting order off the top of my head if you gave me the rest of the day. I guess I'm a nerd. I used to sit home and keep score of the games off the radio though. Now we're really nerding out here. I was I was 10, 12. I was 12 years old. That's like the old cliche, by the way. How many people have told that story? Like, I would go to bed and listen to the radio, my little transistor radio. I wasn't, no, like my dad would sit up. My dad would sit and taught me how to keep score. Like, I would literally draw the lines out on a piece of paper and write the batting order in and keep score the whole game. Do you still keep score if you go to a game? No. I don't either. It was something as a kid that was fun, but not now. That's weird. You're a psychopath. If you're <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. No. No, 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 no. Yes or no, Brent. It's still early in the baseball season. Cubs are one game under 500. Will they turn it around? Of course they will. That lineup's just too deep for them not to make the postseason. Okay, I agree with you on that. See, we agree. Okay. By the way, I got a trade offer today in fantasy baseball, which there were some others thrown in, but it was basically Andrew Benatendi for Anthony Rizzo straight up. Someone's tugging at my heartstrings there because I'm a Red Sox fan. Would you have made that trade? No. I, I didn't, no. By Tuesday morning, as of today. As we record this. As we record yep. this, Cleveland is a negative 700 favorite to Boston's plus 500. Okay. All right. $100 bet. On the Cavs would win you $14.29. $100 dollar bet on the Celtics would win you $500. You want to pitch in with me and bet 100 bucks on the Celtics? To win the series? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. No. No. Not just 100 Yes or we, no? No. We each put in 50 bucks. you You're not willing to make that bet that they could pull this off? No. I'd rather find myself $50 by responding to your... Facebook posts, then then piss away my money like that. I would do it. Will the new ESPN morning show be successful? 
define successful. Will it be will it be able to hold ground to where uh, it is with Mike and Mike with the new lineup of yes Golick Jr. and Trey Wingo? Yes, and here's why: that real estate, ESPN Radio, clears so many stations, and has it's that real estate that I think that show will be similar enough that it'll hold ground. ESPN Radio's morning show. Now, Mike and Mike did a lot to stand out on their own. And I mean, their numbers compared to other day parts are phenomenal. They are. And by the way, Mike and Mike was the perfect sports radio show in the morning because it was fast paced. You know, they would debate, but it's not over the top screaming. I don't want that at seven o'clock in the morning. Their guests are fantastic. And I think a lot of what the ESPN machine will provide Wingo and Golick, it'll keep going. It'll be fine. It'll be the same show, basically. Why? Why fix it? Why it's not broken? Or some say because like Greeny that. wanted to do his television show. He wants to move on and do this kind of Morning Joe type show on ESPN, which I don't blame him. I mean, if I'm in his spot, I'm riding that way till it hits the beach. You kidding me? But 17 years, I can understand why he's at a certain point of his career where he's like, let me try something else, which is not different. It's going to be. A television show with panelists and opinions, and they're going to talk about the news of the day. It's not like it's going to be that much different than what they tried to make Mike and Mike. I just think he felt like, let me see if I can do this on my own. And In our industry, Paulie, I mean, you've got Mike and Mike breaking up, and this is Mike Frances's last year. These are two major icons of sports talk radio that are moving on to different things. It's time for This Week in History. All right, I Googled stuff. Uh, I was uh, this week in 1792 that merchants formed the New York Stock Exchange. No, oh, which uh, I am horrible at. I was going to say, allowing you to buy your horrible Snapchat <laughs> stock that's plummeting. Uh, I was this week in 1929. This was actually this week the first Academy Awards were were held. Do you know what Stick one best movies, picture? Losers, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one best picture in 1929. F- there was probably two movies made that year. Uh, I I don't know. Gone. It was called Wings. Oh, I loved that show. Uh, Paulie was there. He loved it. I loved By the way, you Wings. know what the big Academy Awards controversy was then? Of course, this year it was we couldn't figure out which movie won. There was controversy about whether a speaking picture could win Best Picture because the jazz singer had speaking words. I was this week in 19, let's see here, 1939. You know what the first sports telecast was? Didn't we do this already? No, this, that was radio. This is the first sports telecast. And this, it had to be a baseball game. Correct. Pirates, Cubs. Columbia Princeton College Baseball. First Boring. sports telecast, I know. Uh, it was this week in 1964 that U.S. diplomats found 40 microphones planted in the American embassy in Moscow. I wonder why that's relevant this <laughs> week. Uh, 20 years ago this week, you know what the number one song in the country was? 1997? Uh, no. You should know this because I'm sure you listen to it all the time still. Getting jiggy with it? No. Good guess, though. Oh, good one. You know something that crossed my desk today? The number one song. The first number one song of 1980. Please Don't Go by Casey and the Sunshine. Really? Yeah. Number one song, 1987. What was that? 1987. Uh, how about Welcome to the Jungle? No. 
with or without you, you too. Oh, good by the way, they're on their 30th anniversary tour for the Joshua Tree. And guess who's going next month in Foxborough? Double thumbs this guy. Don't ask me how much I paid for those tickets, but I'm going. So that's why you can't afford to make the bet on the Celtics. <laughs> it all comes full circle, Paulie. And I wait without you.